0: So are you one of those people that will wait in line to get yourself your hands on new technology? There's, you know, there's Mm -hmm. um, episodes of sitcoms where it's all centered around that. Well, there's something that your friend or you would love. And it is a, you know, the ring company, they do the doorbells, the video doorbells. Well, they have a new thing. It's a mini drone that patrols your home. Huh. And it's called the Always Home Cam. And I guess it's still kind of in the works. Like, they're still working on it. Because, you think about what it... You know, it's one thing for a Roomba right. to know the floor plan. But this thing's got to be able to fly around without, like, whacking pets or people in the face and know your home. Hmm. But it's like kind of like you know a, a burglar wouldn't be able to just like go below the camera it's like zooming all around your house to keep it safe hmm. so so look for the uh the mini no the always home cam and you can say oh i heard about that on the kevin and taylor show
1: hmm. so i tried to do some home fix it stuff around the house the other day taylor and i've i've op- i've been open about this i don't like doing that kind of stuff i just don't have the skill set i lose patience if you need a picture hung crooked i'm your guy (laughs) otherwise you might not want me well i got in a little bit over my head on something that should have been very simple the other day tell you about it next Okay, so I wanted to hang some uh, some lights, and I think I got the idea from you. Solar-powered spotlights in our backyard. Because our dogs go out, and we always, right before we go to bed, we let them out, and it's dark out. And I want the backyard to be flooded with light. And we have some in one corner, but not the other. So I thought, I know. Taylor's got those solar-powered lights. I'll get a solar-powered spotlight. Easy peasy. What could go wrong?
0: Oh, I didn't even know they made them in spotlight form
1: well spotlight <laughs>
0: <laughs> depending on how sunny the day was yeah, before <laughs> and,
1: and, and i'm a little worried that this that the solar panel may be damaged from me installing it uh-oh i took there was like a protective film over top of it mm-hmm. and i thought i was just rip this off real easy and i ripped the whole thing out uh-oh. like the cords came detached so i put oh, the cords no. back in and put the thing in and then hanging it i couldn't get the screws in correctly and i damaged the bracket <laughs> that the light attaches to. So it's kind of hanging crooked and the um, little solar panel may or may not be attached (laughs) to the actual wire. I'll keep you posted. Sounds
0: like you need to buy a new one and start over.
1: (laughs) No, it sounds like I need a handyman.
0: (laughs) Hey, do you teach your kids about stranger danger? Coming up, the mom of five girls who's added a new twist. Hey, do you teach your kids about stranger danger? This mom of five daughters has added a new twist. Her name's Marcy. She didn't want her kids to become fearful of people they don't know, so she teaches her five girls to be kind to people, but stay away from some people if you notice strange behavior. Meaning, hmm. anyone makes making who makes you feel unsafe, or anyone asking you to go somewhere with them. She also teaches her kids that if someone, anyone, is asking you to keep a secret, that is not okay. Uh, it, that and she, they, child experts say she's on to something. Because 90% of cases of mistreatment of kids involves a close, trusted adult or family member Mm. who takes advantage of that child's trust. So it's really good not just to teach your kids about stranger danger, but strange
1: behaviors. Strange behavior danger. Yeah,
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good idea. Have your kids been begging you for a new phone? The type of phone kids are asking for may surprise you. Gen Zers are asking for the old flip phones from the early 2000s. And Kev, you've been predicting for years that young people would rebel from screen time and social media eventually. Looks like it's already happening. Hmm. Uh, A TikTok about the benefits of a flip phone went viral. And a college student talks about how it gets rid of all the bad, like social media, and keeps all the good close contact with quality friends Mm. and uh this is interesting close to 90 percent of gen zers feel very comfortable talking about mental health and they feel like these flip phones will help get away from the screens focus on people focus on what matters
1: mental health is very very big issue with uh with Gen Zers, absolutely, and and being not of Gen Z but of uh, an older generation from that, I, I will tell you my attitude towards it all has changed because I used to be one of those people who'd be like, come on, when I was your age, we did baby or C, but it's a very different playing field nowadays. Kids now are dealing with stuff that we c- we couldn't even have imagined mm-hmm. back when we were kids, and I get it. We had our own struggles, we had our own stuff, but still, it's it's very real, and we ignore it or uh, or dismiss it, and. To our, to our own detriment because it's, it's very real. And um, yeah, those folks deserve our love and attention. Absolutely.
0: Does your company use that tracking software to measure things like keystrokes to make sure you're working from home? My sister-in-law works for the federal government and she's got that. Like she has to be careful about just even running to the bathroom because the keyboard suddenly no still kidding. Uh, check out what happened to this lady. A woman named Carly was fired for time theft while working from home in Vancouver, B.C. She's accused of not working all the hours she said she was. And they had proof thanks to a program called Time Camp that was on her work laptop. The court sided with the the company and ordered Carly to repay her company $2,000 in wages. Wow. Because she was at home in maybe... I don't know what she was doing, playing with her cats, doing some laundry. I have no clue. But according to the company and according to the court ruling, she wasn't doing what she said she was getting paid to do.
1: Do you think employers always have that suspicion in the back of their head, no matter what? I mean, obviously they do. That's why they have that kind of uh, software and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I know I've thought that because we did, even during the pandemic, during lockdown, we didn't miss a day coming into work. And I've, I've jokingly, somewhat sarcastically talked about people and going like, oh, yeah, they're working air quotes from home mm-hmm. like yeah <laughs> and maybe i'm just implying how i would be at home i would, I could not work at home i would be terrible i'd play with my dogs i'd talk with my wife she'd she'd be like hey but hey before getting get into that let's let's have coffee out on the porch two hours later <laughs> <laughs> I just know for me, I would be I would be awful at it. Do you think you could do it? Could you work from home?
0: I love the separation of work and home. Me too. I, my husband works from home and he can pull it off. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I yeah, it would not be my thing.
1: He also owns the company. So. Yes, he does. <laughs> Who's he going to get in trouble with? <laughs> uh, you know yourself. Oh man, you you really slacked off today. I know. I know. I'll do better tomorrow. <laughs> All right, of boy. Go get them. <laughs>
0: ever hear about firefighters having to rescue an animal stuck in a tree? Coming up, wait till you hear this story. Hey, this is your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day. Good you ever hear about firefighters having to rescue an animal stuck in a tree? It's usually a cat, right? Mm-hmm. Well, right. wait till you hear what happened to a fire department in Idaho. They had to rescue... A dog stuck in a tree. What? Christina has a dog named Izzy who got stuck at the very top of a tree after chasing a squirrel up there. It was never even a close chase, but Izzy was determined and then got stuck. The firefighters rescued Izzy. You should see the photo, of the look on his face. Christine is hoping Izzy will uh, give up on scroll chasing after that ordeal. But I really, sh- I should post the picture of Izzy on the, the Kevin and Taylor socials. This poor dog is at the top of the tree like, what have I done?
1: That's really funny. Why?
0: You know how the hotels are looking for ways to make more money? Yeah. Wait till yeah. you hear what they're charging you for now. If you've ever done this, you know, when you get into a hotel room, if they've got one of the mini fridge that's mm-hmm. stocked, you tell everyone in your family, Don't touch it, right? Don't touch anything, <laughs> don't take chips, don't Unless take a little can you really of nuts. really have a
1: craving for a $12 can of Coke, right? <laughs> don't touch we are it. not
0: using that. But mm-hmm. what you might do, which I've done many, 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 many times because I love cold water is like shove a bottle of your own water in there mm-hmm, right. or something you're trying to keep cold. Yeah. Well, um, hotels have been looking for ways to make more money since the pandemic. I mean, the, one of the things they'll do is um, they don't come clean your room unless you request it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, or they'll say, we clean every third night or mm-hmm. whatever it is. and Or if you need fresh towels, just you're gonna have to let us know. Well, the latest, and it's been posted on social media as a real thing, Someone checked into a hotel in Florida, and it said there's a sensor in this refrigerator. It had all kinds of goodies in it, and if you put your own stuff in it, you will be charged $50.
1: Refrigerator fee? (laughs) Yes.
0: And so everybody's got all these kind of workarounds, which cracks me up. Like, my mom always brought a cooler cooler, on our trip because there's five girls. Mom and dad's family is seven. Can't Mm. afford to eat out. So she would keep the milk cold, and then we'd have cereal in the morning and stuff like that in the hotel room. Well, um, some people are saying one of the workarounds, which this would drive hotels crazy, is... It's, it's actually a white lie, is to tell the hotel you have medication that needs to be refrigerated. Oh, no. And they'll bring you like a mini fridge to borrow and while you're if, there.
1: And then if you want to feel okay and not lose any Jesus points, put a bottle of Tylenol in there or something.
0: <laughs> My Advil must be must at be. 35 I can, degrees. Right, I can only
1: take it if it's been chilled. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Isn't that crazy? Yes. Like, I would have thought it was a prank, Here's but it's a real thing.
1: I use uh, one of the I use an app for hotels. Uh, it's called hotels.com, I think, because um, if you stay a certain number of nights, they give you a night free. It's pretty cool. Um, but what I've noticed with them, there's two things they're doing to make more money now. They'll have like a super cheap rate, but that's only if you pay up front and it's yep. non-refundable. Mm-hmm. Right. And if it's not, if you don't do that one, it's usually like 10 or 20 dollars more a night. Yeah. A night. Um, and then the other thing that they're doing, for some reason, you'll see the cost, but then places that aren't a resort, it'll be like a motor lodge or charging a resort <laughs> fee, you know, in case you want to use their mosquito infested pool that looks like they haven't cleaned in three weeks. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Yeah, it's
1: crazy. They are really, but you know, it's an industry that's hurting. They're trying to recoup the losses for doing what they can. Two years practically of being completely out of business. Do not use the fridge. Right? Don't use the fridge. Don't use the fridge. You know what I find funny about your parents and and traveling when you were a kid? You talk about how frugal they were, and Mm -hmm. she'd take a cooler and. Um, I'm surprised they didn't make you guys sleep in the car. Like, like your, your dad would drive, your mom Sometimes would sleep, and they just keep going. That
0: A lot of times they did that. The only time we no did it was when it was like a three-day trip. Yeah. But a lot of times, and they say people like me who grew up where parents uh, traveled overnight mm-hmm. and just kept going. Yeah. We have a hard time staying awake in the car. No kidding. And I get, I can get kind of sleepy when I'm in the car for sure.
1: My dad would drive straight through the night guy. Like Mm -hmm. we never would stay overnight because a lot of times we would go, my parents were really into polka music when I was a kid and we would go to these polka dances on a Friday night. He had to work Saturday morning. We lived in Baltimore. These dances would be in like New Jersey or Pennsylvania. So it's like four hours away. We'd go to these dances, have a great time. and He'd drive home. We'd get home at like three o'clock in Whoa. the morning. He'd sleep for like three or four hours, and then go into work the next day. Now I
0: know where you get it from.
1: And the reason he could do it is because he was the boss. Yeah. <laughs> so he could he could be sleepy the next day and not get in trouble.
0: I tell you what, those trips though that my dad took us on those road trips. Yeah. Now that he's in heaven, he just went home to be with the Lord.
1: He's a on. The, weeks he's ago. on the ultimate road trip right he now. He is. <laughs> he
0: is. But I just really appreciate it. My mom was telling us some of the sacrifices he made so we could take some of those road trips as a family and there's just mm. so many great memories yeah tied up in them and we weren't always the most gracious passengers if you can imagine five daughters uh, yeah. fighting over who had to fit in the sit in the hump seat but the you're middle saying seat.
1: now as an adult it makes it harder to stay awake in the car is that what you said
0: when you have parents who drive, drive through the night the-
1: Make it makes hard, huh? I've had the exact opposite because everybody in my family would fall asleep, and I I used to love staying awake with my dad driving the whole way, staying awake the whole time, talking to him, making sure. And now I know he wanted me to, so he wouldn't get drowsy. I never had that problem. I would always stay up with him, play with the radio, talk, talk about the Orioles. Just great memories.
0: Isn't it so interesting when everything old is new again? When <laughs> my big sis got married. Money was super tight, so she and her husband did the envelope system. You know where you cash your paycheck, and there's a rent envelope, a grocery envelope, oh, right. yeah, yeah. an eating out envelope. And when the envelope is empty, you stop spending because right. there's no cash right, in there. Well, guess what? Thanks to TikTok, this is super super popular again is to do really? that. Yeah, and huh. there's also this 100 envelope challenge that claims you'll save five thousand dollars in a hundred days. The bottom line. It's. it seems like uh, seeing the cash and seeing when it's gone is super healthy for people who grew up with debit cards, Venmo, and PayPal. Oh,
1: yeah, because you have no idea. Mm-hmm. That it's like dwindling down, 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 down. Yeah, you're, you're right. so yeah. It,
0: if you're really thinking, okay, this is our year... As a couple, as a family, or a single person, to get my finances in order, you might want to go ahead and try the envelope system. You ever,
1: you ever like you do the envelopes, right? You got your your go out to eat money, you got your gas money, you got all these other envelopes. Do You ever like steal from gas money to go out to eat money? Oh, yeah, <laughs> everybody does, right? That's the problem. And and is there any envelope swapping? Without telling your your better half. (laughs) Oh, that is dangerous. (laughs) What happened to our electric bill money? It's gone. (laughs) Well, remember that great dinner we had? (laughs) I
0: slipped the cash in that envelope. We never
1: did the envelope system. I'm just speculating how I would behave if we did that.
0: (laughs) not good
1: I just I know me that I'm that self aware and
0: ladies and gentlemen now we know why Tracy pays the bills that's
1: right exactly
0: okay see if you can answer this what is the number one thing you should change in your life to be happier what's the number one thing you could change in your life to be happier
1: Mm, assume the best
0: Ooh, that's a good one. I was going to say gratitude, but uh, I'll give you a hint. Money can't buy it. It has nothing to do with an incredible career, the size of your paycheck, fabulous vacations. It is relationships, good relationships. They just did the longest study in history on happiness. Hmm. They started this back in 1938, and it's finally done. And they say good relationships, you know, the ones you can describe as having quality and warmth. Having someone to talk to after a tough day relieves stress. Someone in your life you can count on. And these relationships take work. Mm. You have to pay attention to your friendships and maintain them to keep them strong. They say that valuable friendships can wither away from neglect. Warm relationships at work and even a nice chat with strangers contributes to you having a happy life. Mm. We're meant for community.
1: Isn't that fascinating? Let's talk about that a little bit and about what goes into maintaining a, a good relationship. So we're talking about relationships. They're saying great relationships, the key to happiness in life and um, that you got to maintain them. So let's talk about maintaining great relationships and what goes into that. Give us a call if you'd like to weigh in. So what do you think, Taylor? What what are some of the keys to uh, maintaining good relationships? And expand it not just like spouse but like friends and right, family it, and this
0: whole study on happiness that was done since 1938 was quality relationships whether it's all of friends right. co-workers even talking to strangers
1: so you you uh, have contributes a contributes to your happiness i'm always impressed by the wide circle of friends you have and you maintain those relationships you like oh my gosh it's so-and-so's birthday and i'm like Oh my! You remembered their birthday. I have trouble remembering their name. <laughs> well, you have
0: to put it on a calendar. That's the only way I can remember. Really? But yeah, and I mean, really, you—I you, think too. Like you always joke that I have this wide range, but you do. You have to pick and choose, a select few quality people because otherwise, you'll just be exhausted, ah. <laughs> um, and you won't have the the depth with those relationships if you don't, you know, choose the ones huh. that. Um, You can really pour into people's lives. But I think nowadays it's easier to foster relationships because just even um, like I have a friend that she knows my dad passed away a few weeks ago and she'll just send me like a little text every now and then. Like, how's your heart? Hmm. I'm thinking of you. How are you feeling? Hmm. And just little things like that. We didn't used to be able to do that with technology. It just means the world and know that someone's praying for you.
1: All right. Next, let's talk about the difference in relationships, how men maintain them. And how women maintain relationships. We'll talk about that next. Talking about relationships and maintaining relationships. And uh, I think men and women approach this differently. Um, I have guy friends that I can go a couple months without talking to them. I can go a whole year without seeing them. Mm-hmm. And when I do, we just pick up right where we left off.
0: Aren't friends like that the best? And, and I love that. what
1: I'm saying is we, most guys are... Most of the guys, I don't want to say most guys, I want to speak for my entire gender, but for me, most of the guys that I'm friends with, it's that's what it's like. It could be anybody. Some of them I see regularly. Some of them for seasons, I'll see them regularly. And then there are other people like uh, uh, my friend Joey. He's one of my best friends on the planet and saw him at Christmas briefly. Um, and before that, it had prob- probably been like six months since wow. we've seen each other. But I'm telling, you, we could go. We could go for a, a bike ride tomorrow. We're both cyclists. We could go ride for three or four hours together. Wouldn't be awkward. Wouldn't be weird. Mm-hmm. We would just pick up and go deep, boom, like that. Yeah. Because it's just that's just the relationship we have, and I, I think. Men and women are are different like that. Do you have friends? You have. Do you think women have the same dynamic in their relationships where they? Oh, can absolutely. Not see with someone? some of them, yeah. Really? Because
0: moms are so busy. Uh-huh. Like I had one mom. She was the mother of. Um, she's now since moved to another state, mm-hmm. but she's the mom of ready the, for this two sets of twins, mm-hmm. and she's an executive. She's one of the first executives in her company. She helped build a hotel near the radio station. And the only thing she could fit in is maybe once a quarter she would meet me at this grocery store and we'd have like a, a 40 minute lunch mm-hmm. and we had a blast and we would just reconnect and pick up where we left off and it was awesome. So you do have friendships like that just out of the necessity of life yeah um, but then you also have the kind that go deeper where you actually stay in touch and mm-hmm. hear the latest on the struggle their kids having at school or, you know, a loss they recently had in your life, and you you walk through them more on a on a weekly or daily mm. basis.
1: Yeah, huh? It's interesting. It does it does take. Uh, well, some people you just are naturally get along with better, mm-hmm. right? There's some oh, yeah. people there's just that koinonia, like from day one. Um, but then uh, there's other folks that are are a little more high maintenance, right? Yeah,
0: I mean that's the way it is. We we've got five girls in our family, mm-hmm. and we're not all equally. Close. Yeah. We all love each other and would do anything for each other. Yeah. But there's different dynamics between yeah. each.
1: Well, and I do sister. know this: the most important relationship in my my life, my relationship with Tracy, my wife. She likes a lot of time. Time spent time spent together is her love language. She likes a lot of time, and I I have to be aware of mm-hmm. that.
0: So, I don't know about you, but when you go to a wedding, I've got two to go to this year, you might hear the lines, for better, for worse. Yeah. And at that point, with a young, excited couple, madly in love, you don't think about anything worse. Right. It's, it's only be better.
1: It's mountaintop experience after another. Oh, yeah. Cue the carpenters. Right. We've only just begun. <laughs> right. I
0: mean, I never <laughs> dreamed Glenn and I would experience infertility. Like, I thought, oh, that's what other people go through. Right, or any um, of the problems to come along with
1: with marriage. They're going to happen, right? And
0: two people that I got to watch love each other for better or worse for 60 years was my mom and dad. My mom was Mm. caregiver to my dad until the very end, just tenderly loving him with all her heart but you know with a really strong marriage it doesn't just happen.
1: No one of the things that will help equip you to hit that 60 year mark is uh, investing in your marriage and a great way to invest is checking out one of the weekends to remember with family life. Uh, I've been on a family life retreat with my wife uh, you've gone with your mm-hmm. husband Glenn. Yeah. I'd say Glenn is probably a non-conference kind of guy. And, he was and he very it, nervous.
0: Right? He's like what is what is this going to be like and then he ended up loving it Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm telling you it's worth the investment—it's a weekend away. You'll really rekindle your relationship. If it's great, it's going to make it even greater. If you're hit a rough patch, it's going to get you guys back on the right track. Highly recommend the Family Life Marriage Conference. What's
0: kind of cool is you can turn it into a big getaway. They got 75 locations. So if you're really interested and intrigued, you can find out more at weekendremember.com.
1: I have something in my life right now, Taylor, that I know is causing me problems. And I keep doing it anyway. <laughs>
0: that sounds like life. You sound like Paul from the right, Bible. Right,
1: right. It's not not a big deal. Obviously, I'm talking about it on the radio. I'll tell you what it is next. Okay, I have something in my life that's causing me problems, and I can't stop doing it. My uh, daughter got me a book for Christmas, and it's a scary book. It's a creepy, scary book from one of her. She loves those kind of books, and um, and it's a really good book. The writer's really good. It's an intriguing story. And it's—I'm positive. Reading it right before I go to bed is giving me nightmares oh. every night that I've read the last three nights in a row. I've read it right before I went to bed, and I have terrifying dreams. Oh no, that's the worst. <laughs> but that's the time that I read. I love to read right before I go to bed, and it's a real page turner. Can't put it down. I, I wound up staying way past my bedtime last night. But sure enough, I—I I put my book, turned my book lamp off, put it on the nightstand, and immediately I was like. It's really dark in here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Man, I need to text your wife, Tracy, about this. Yeah. Because she could have a lot of fun with scaring you. Oh, yeah. Right after you put the book down when you're at the creepiest. (laughs) Isn't it so fun when you can peek behind the curtain of uh, the family dynamics of of someone you've met and you find out how they work it out as husband and wife, how they deal with the kids? Well, I met a guy the other day and he and his wife have a very unique work schedule and see how you would react if this was your husband's schedule okay i'm very interested in to in seeing what you would uh, how you would perceive this if this were your husband ladies this is a interesting scenario i was at um one of those business meetings where everybody kind of like chit chats at the beginning before you get down to business okay and there was this guy um who was talking about his three kids and his wife and you could tell he just loves being a dad. He could tell he adored his wife. And someone said, Oh, what is your said? Something about he and his wife. They both travel for work. And someone said, well, what does your wife do? And he said, she runs a summer camp. That's her job. That's what she does. And turns out as we dug a little deeper and heard a little more, his wife goes to the summer camp all summer long every year Mm -hmm. and takes all three kids with her.
1: So, leaving dad
0: (laughs) with the summer of dad every summer. Now she leaves him a to-do list. Like there's like paint the kids' rooms. He like cleans like a fiend, especially right after they leave, so it stays Mm. clean all summer. Um, He one time had to run out and and take a one kid to get an X-ray because they fell at the camp. Okay, but he'll go to baseball games, hangs out with his buddies at small group at church. Like he's like living his best dad life in the summer. And and I said to his fellow coworkers I'm like, "Do they notice do you notice his mood change?" Hmm. And they said he has a countdown at work. <laughs> and yet you could tell he was a very dedicated husband and father, like loves his kids, but that's just what the family does. Like they mom can get all three kids into camp for free cuz she runs the whole camp.
1: Right, right. And that's hmm.
0: just their their the fabric of their lives right now. So I was wondering, as a mom, how would you feel knowing that your husband got several months off every summer from mm. from helping with the kids? <laughs> would you put it all on him once you got back? Would there be some big changes when, you, when it was like the normal school year? <laughs> We'd love to hear from you.
1: So I have a feeling I'm like a lot of people who heard you telling that story, mm-hmm. and your reaction is like, just wow. So here, mom goes off and runs a summer camp Mm -hmm. every summer, and leaves dad home by himself. She takes the three kids with her.
0: Yeah, because they get to go
1: for free. So dad is home alone all summer long. And first of all, military families are like three months. That's no big deal, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? Um, Here's the is it three months, two months, whatever the time frame is. You said she leaves a to do list for him. Let's Mm -hmm. suppose it's three months. Okay, he's got to paint the kids' room and. Clean the gutters and do all this other stuff.
0: Yeah. And he's still going to work, too. He's not
1: knocking that stuff off like, oh, I'll do this today, this tomorrow. That that final week before they come home, (laughs) he is rushing to get everything done. He takes the week off. Because he's been playing all summer long. I know that. And when she comes home, she's expecting him to do everything kid-wise because, well, you had the whole summer off. Mm -hmm. It's about time you start doing some stuff with the kids. I, I just don't see that. I know for me and my wife, that would not work. That would no, no way would that work. Well, first of all, because like we were talking earlier, my wife's love language is time spent together. Mm -hmm. The idea of every summer purposefully being apart for three months. Oh, I'd hate that that if my husband
0: was gone for three months. Would not
1: work. It wouldn't work for me either. I I would miss her. I'd miss the kids. I honestly, I heard that. I was like, I don't know how they do it. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you would do that. Uh, and, you know, still feel good about how things were going. Obviously, it's, it's working for them. I'm yeah, not, they seem I'm not very, like, very I'm happy. putting myself in their shoes with us. we You know what? Even if we tried it, it would last about three weeks. And mm-hmm. it, Tracy would probably wind up, if that if that was her job, she'd quit and come home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just wouldn't work. Yeah, There's one time no
0: way. I was looking into a job that involved all this travel, yeah. and I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I cannot be away from my husband that much. Hmm. But I guess some people make it work. And my mom always used to have this little saying she loved to say when to her five daughters. Well, honey, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Hmm. <laughs> but I just, yeah, I don't know how they do it. But boy, I tell you what, I think a lot of women are like, that guy is living his best life having three months off. There's no like,
1: way. You're, you're given the opportunity to be a husband and a dad and you you miss out on it for three a, months a every third of two the year, whatever it is for summer camp a quarter of the year every year there's that yeah you're missing out on the good stuff that's all i'm saying